Welcome to Geekonomics. We're back. It is a Tuesday edition. Uh, we took yesterday off to uh, recharge the old batteries, if you will. It was yep. also a holiday for both of us from work. So we decided if we're not working, we're not going to work at all. And also we wanted to wait because last night, which I didn't know was happening during the football game last night, they unveiled the Mood Night trailer. And I will be watching oh, it for the first time. My today. goodness. Yeah. I watched it last night because uh, Claire went to bed and I was putting Claire to bed. You were putting Claire to bed? Well, she goes to bed before I do. So I but the way you night. said that makes it sound like you put a child to bed. I was well, putting Claire to bed. Like you tuck kinda. her in, you kind of read her a story. Yeah, kind of. I turn her uh, Mysteries of the Abandoned on for her and. Put forensic files on. Fill up, fill up the humidifier for, you know, make sure she's all ready to go to bed. And then I go downstairs and watch television for the next yeah. two hours. All the shows that I want to watch that she doesn't want to watch. So while I was doing that, she wanted to watch it in the football game last night. And it was halftime. And they're like, oh, don't forget, after this commercial break, we're going to unveil the new Moon Knight trailer. And I was like, what? I know this is happening during the football game. Wow. So come to find out this morning, reading some news before the show today, uh, the ratings for this playoff game, I guess, were astronomical comparative to what the other playoff games were this weekend. Mm -hmm. And they're attributing to the release of the Moon Knight trailer because the ratings like went out as soon as the trailer was over. <laughs> the second half got no ratings whatsoever. But not as much as the first half did. So right. they're saying that it was all like a mood night effect. People are excited for it. Uh, I'm, excited. I'm now way more excited now than I was beforehand after seeing the real trailer for it. Moon Knight is a very underrated character. Moon Knight is the, the in my opinion, which you're right in saying that, it is the ultimate underrated Marvel character. I think yeah. people who don't know Moon Knight if you, I will say, because it's not happening till March 30th now. Yes. When they announced the, the debut of this. Um, it's a, a IP that's going to explode. Yeah. Now is the time to invest in Moon Knight. Stocks are way. low. Get in now. Ground yes. floor. I'll say it now. Now is the time to find the Moon Knight stuff. Moon Knight. Casharini. Yeah. And it's also the only superhero that has an awesome first name, which is spelled correctly. So Mark. Yes, Mark Spector. Mark Spector. Um, I am a couple issues behind the new Moon Knight series that's happening right now. I've been behind because I had to focus on reading something else for mm. uh, another show. But now I can get, I'm jumping back in. I'm almost so close. I'm one graphic novel away finishing Why the Last Man, which, sad news, season two ain't happened. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. Highly disappointed. Yeah. Highly. But the graphic novel is fantastic. Thanks, FX. Um, I know. Um, I have one more graphic novel to read. And if you love that show, if you were a fan of that show, highly recommend just go get the graphic novels yeah you'll absolutely adore this series it is it is top notch top top tier graphic novel reading yeah um so before we jump uh moon knight let's put a pin in that conversation because i'm going to watch that trailer for the first time today i'm yes. very excited live here on the show yeah um we got some news uh, well, before we get to news, real quickly, 
our weeks. I'll start off real quick. I don't have, I don't have a whole lot. Um, uh, last week, you know, we recorded at the end of the show, you mentioned the grandma mafia. My grandmother passed away last week. Didn't really want to, I, I had a hard time really like coming to terms with it at the time. So I didn't know what to say, nor how to bring it up. Um, yeah. Her funeral was on Friday. I, I do appreciate everybody who reached out to me privately and um, publicly. Um, yes. Which was very nice. Thank you all. Um, what, I grew up with my grandma. I was close to her. Um, I lived in her house until I was five years old. I was like the fifth child. There was She had four children of her own, but her first grandchild was this guy. Mm. And I lived there until my parents moved in together when I was about five years old. So I was very close to her, obviously. Um, yeah. But it was a great, you know, it was a celebration of life in a way, in a weird way in this pandemic. Yeah. Um, had, had family members that potentially came from households that had COVID. I tested myself. I'm good. Made me a little nervous because we all went to Figaro's, which is weird. I only go to Figaro's when there's an event. Yes, yeah, that's the only time anyone goes to Figaro's. It's like if you do like a family event in town, you go to Figaro's. You, your your wedding. Um, that was like birthday. the second option. Like we didn't go plan on going there because I didn't want to because that's the trope is if you're at Enfield and you have a family event going on, you end up at Figaro's. And I well, was like, you're not doing that. I'm not going to Figaro's, but then no one else would do it. So I was like, I guess no, Fran- Francia's, um, his rehearsal dinner was yeah. there. Your rehearsal dinner was there. Then yeah. your, your 40th birthday dinner was yes. there. Yes. That was my wife's doing, not mine. I had no idea what was going on. It's not, well, it's not a bad thing. No, I'm I know. Just saying, just, the only I time I go usually, there. It's like the only time I go to Figaro's is for family events. That's yeah. I was like, trying. So that was her shtick with it is that she was like, oh, I know you like always joke about that so that's why we did it there so that's why she did it there but but it was it's weird. a great restaurant it's just like it's just an enfield trope yeah that's but all. it was weird because it was the first restaurant i actually ate in since this pandemic wow um, if i've gone to a restaurant it's been outside in the summertime wow. or i get to go so i was it was a little nerve-wracking a little bit but anyway um so I finished McGruber. I don't know if I talked about it. McGruber was hilarious. Highly recommend it if you if you like that sense of humor. Very sexual, very out there. Will Forte will be hosting SNL this weekend. Now, the reason I mentioned that is now, once he hosts SNL, every cast member from season 32 have now hosted. Wow. And now if you go back. That is one of the best casts in SNL history. You watch that opening and you're like, big star, big star, big star, big star, big star. Like literally there is not one person in that opening cast that is not or has been on television with their own project. It is an awesome cast, but Will Forte, I'm very excited for him to come back to SNL. Highly recommend the Gruber on Peacock. Um, I watched Jim Gaffigan's stand-up. I needed some laughs in my life. Uh, Jim Gaffigan's new stand-up is hilarious. I know you mentioned it, Mark, a couple weeks ago. Highly recommend it. I, I laugh my ass off. Um, and then this is an older, it's a three-part docu-series called Bumping Mics. And it's um, uh, Jeff Ross and... Um, Oh my God! I always forget his. What's his name? Hold on, it's Jeff Which Ross. One huh? Which one are we talking? Let's see. Bumping mics. It's Jeff Ross and David Tell. Sorry. Oh, okay. It's a three-part docu series, a comedy series. They did the comedy seller Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and they recorded it. And they had a lot of celebrity guests. And it's hilarious because they like to rag on each other and people in the audience. Really cool special guest. But the one special guest that was just like an odd coincidence was Bob Saget. So on the second episode, Bob Saget comes up and it's really funny. And we were both like me and Allison were like, oh, my God, Bob Saget. It's so sad to see him, but it's so great to see him. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
It was filmed in 2018. So there's some humor that's a little dated. Um, but Evan. also you're kind of like, oh man, I I miss pre-COVID times. Yeah. I miss pre-COVID times. Um highly recommend that it's called bumping mics. Every time they make it a great joke, they bump their mic together. Uh, that's their big shtick. That's why it's called that, I guess. Bumping mics. And then I uh, did finally watch both parts of South Park on Paramount Plus. I caved and got Paramount Plus mm. for the year. I paid 50 bucks and I got it for the year because I wanted to do the monthly so I can just get rid of it when I'm done watching the things when I watch. Well, I w- there's going to be a plethora of South Park movies coming out, which the my main reason I want it. And the um, Halo show. The Halo show. I saw the, the teaser. I got to see more than just that teaser because it could be cheesy, but I hope it's good. Um, and then. And you want to watch a Yellowstone, so. I don't want to watch Yellowstone. I don't even know what that is. old woman that loves Kevin Costner. People love that show, but I, I have. Matt no Ryan idea. loves that show. Well, good. My grandfather, my brother. Can't stop talking it. about it. Yeah. Tries, tries to get me to watch it all the time. He's like, you got to watch Yellowstone. I'm like, no. It could be good. It could be good. My mom likes it. I'm not watching it. Um, My mom loves that show. Yeah. But the MTV, the MTV selection has a lot of older stuff that I, I kind of love, like uh, has Clone High and Eon Flux and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'll watch that stuff. So I got to hmm. make, I got my $50 worth for the year. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just did it. I was just like, you know what? I, I think out of all the streaming services, Paramount Plus, their um, navigation system sucks. Their GUI is the worst. And they it, have the worst. They have the, the player worst blows. Player thing. It's the, the worst. It, it is bad. I hope it gets better. Um, I have to imagine with all the money they have, they got to make it better. Uh, um, it's right up there with Peacock as the worst, like user interface. See Peacock? I have no pause. Peacock. You can't even pause it. I can pause it. You have to like pay extra to pause. No. You know that? Yes. No, no you don't. It's you also don't. you can't like the thing I have with Peacock. What are you using to pause? What are you watching it on? On the Amazon. Because I pause it all the time. Well, maybe it's just a weird thing I've got going on with mine. But anyways, the one thing I dislike about the Peacock is if it's a live event, you can't start from the beginning of it. Mm. It only start where it is in the live event. Okay, That's ridiculous. It's 2022. If I want to start watching a soccer game, like if I missed the beginning of the soccer game or whatever event that they're airing, like WrestleMania or any wrestling show that they have on there since they're the WWE network thing now. Yeah. If you don't make it when that, like, if you forget, like, oh, man, I thought it started at eight, but it started at seven. I can't start at seven o'clock time. I have to, wherever that you jump in is where you jump oh, in. I see what you're saying. So I, we watch Dateline on there and I pause all the time. But see, and that's recorded though. You're talking you pause about live, live television. I don't watch do live television on there. Yeah, so. you can't do that with live live stuff. You can't pause. See, that doesn't affect me, but that does Well, suck. if I'm like watching a game or a wrestling event, yeah, and I want to yeah. go to the bathroom, but I want to miss anything. I should be able to pause it, go do what I need to do, come back, and pick up where I left off, not lose that time. That's right. the advantage of I watching it on a streaming service. Right. Totally. That's like the most annoying thing. And that's like everybody's like thing online is that's their main issue with Peacock, is that you can't you can't pause and you can't jump in at any time. Or you can't really just like live television. You can't you can't go to the start a beginning of a live event. Yeah. Now, question. I, here's a question for you. And it takes like a whole day for it to load into the queue. So even if you like wanted to like restart it after it ends, yeah, you have to wait like a full like twelve hours or so before you even can get to it as a recorded piece to watch it again. That's what I was going to ask. That's what I was. Yeah. Gonna That's weird. Yeah, it's the stupidest thing ever. You should write a complaint to them, and hopefully they have of- plenty. Trust me, that's a whole thing online about it. There's a whole like huge thing about it huh i didn't know i don't watch anything live on there so it's like that's like and they're they're really promoting or trying to promote like moving a lot of stuff there because they closed down 
uh, NBCSN yeah. at the end yeah. of last year. Yeah. Which is why they lost hockey, and now it's on TNT and ESPN. So a lot of sports were, are moving there, like even like a lot of racing and a lot of the different sports, the Olympics are going to be, a lot of them are going to be on Peacock and not on even regular channels. So that's like a lot of things people are complaining about. It's like, well, if I wanted to watch like a U.S. hockey game after it starts, I'm not going to be able to watch it because it's going to, you know, I mean, I'll be, it's going to be in China. So you're not going to see it on regular time anyways, but yeah. Yeah. So it's like a lot of stuff that people complain about with the Peacock. Well, maybe they'll fix it. I mean, I think, yeah. It's, it's like one of those hashtag helpful. first world problems, but still, it's just annoying. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Mark. Do you have anything before I jump into the news? Uh, yes. I started watching with Claire on Saturday because we were off Saturday. Uh, sorry, just thought of something I had to write down for work. Um, so uh, we were just cruising around the old interwebs, as I call it. Uh, looking for something to watch on Saturday and I was on Hulu and I'm like, Oh, let's see what's on the Hulu. I haven't watched it. We haven't like just sat and watched the whole series just through and yeah. forever. And we came across dark side of the nineties. Yes. I, I know you talked about, about way back when. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, Brian talked about this on the podcast. Said it was pretty good. It's good. Let's watch it. It is really good, but also really depressing at the same time. I know. We didn't finish it all. We watched. No, we've gotten about episode. four or five in. And I'm like, we gotta like stop. I can't. This is like, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna end up on the dark side of something if I keep watching it. The Viper Room was good. Yes, that the was Furby the last episode. Was good. Yeah. The Jerry Springer. Uh, um, that kind of stuff was good. Um, yeah. There's a few I we we haven't watched yet, but yeah, it's a great docu series. Yeah, it was funny too because we watched that first episode where it's all about the the talk shows. Mm-hmm. And so I was yeah. telling Claire because I don't that I thought I'd told her this before, maybe I had and she had forgotten about it. But I told her about the Jeremy Hutzel experience with those shows. Oh yeah. And then I said I've even gone and like been in the audience for a couple of them from work. Like one time we went and we were in this audience for Sally Jesse for an episode. It was like one of the boot camp, like before they send the boot camp episodes. And I was like, yeah, it's it like. We were like in the back row, but they, and I said to him, like, it looks like the crowd is really like amped. I said, that's all like orchestrated. Like they have people planted in the audience that work for them, work for the show. And they amp up the the crowd to like make reactions. She was like, oh my gosh, like I used to love watching those shows. And it's like crazy to see like all this stuff that like they did and what was going on with that. Yeah. But it was like, yeah, it was like, it was a whole, that was a whole business model for a while. Well, it's also amazing that Jerry Springer is still on television. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I honestly, and he's still and doing the same Right shit. in your backyard. Huh? It's filmed in Connecticut. What, Jerry Springer? Yeah, it's in Stanford. Oh, I thought it was in, I thought it was a New York show. No, no, they film it, they film that, and they film it in a lot of things in Stanford now. But yeah, Jerry Springer's one of the shows they filmed down in Stanford. He, I mean... Hit, that story is very fascinating to me yeah. because like the people I was talking I talked to Claire about that because she never talked about the whole Chicago thing where they like the the town councilor was trying to get him to kicked out of the you know the whole thing and all that and I said that actually ended up happening like after a couple years after this whole story they actually ended up being able to get him out of there and like kicked him out of Chicago basically and when NBC built their whole campus in Stanford it's NBC owned show still it's owned by Universal or whatever the, the company is they moved like all that stuff to Stanford Connecticut like that's where NBCSN was they filmed like dealer no deal when it went syndicated was filmed there like all their like syndicated like game shows and things like they have like a whole studio down in Stanford and they film everything down there that's kind of cool yeah like a lot of like a lot of shows that you don't like think about are down in Connecticut. They're all filmed in Connecticut and Stanford. It's crazy. The more you know, yeah. I had no idea. That's yeah. pretty cool. You can go be an audience member. Like I get it all the time. I used to get things from them. When we did after we went to the Sally Jesse show, we used to get a lot of invites to go down to Stanford and be in the be audience members for Jerry Springer. So 
Sally Jesse Raphael, for people who don't yes. know, our friend Jeremy Hutzel, who has Tourette syndrome. In high school, he had it really bad. Obviously, he has a very, he has it still. It's a lifetime thing, but well, some people goes away, but his yeah. is still there, but it's not as aggressive. And uh, in high school, he went to, he was actually on a Sally Jesse Raphael episode about how he had no friends. And, yes. but the funny thing is, it you was, had, he had friends. He had one of his friends. He was one of his longest friends ever. Here, here is the, the sticking point about this episode, right? A, a girl in our high school who was not even part of our group. Yeah. Okay? She, I don't, I, I kind of remember her name. I'm not going to say it just in case. Yeah. She wrote a paper about Jeremy. Yeah. And then somehow got submitted to Sally and yeah. they were both invited to be on the show. Yeah. The kicker of the whole problem was it, it was like a pity party for someone who should not be pitied. Um, or not he, like not should not be pitied, just didn't need to be pitied. Yes. That's what you mean. Yes. It's like, yeah. He, they, they, they literally put him friends. in a hallway, in an alleyway, and they yeah. have him kicking I told Claire about that. They had him, like, kicking a can down. In black and white with a voiceover. Yeah. And he's like, oh, nobody talks to me. Well, I'm like. I don't have any friends. Me, Eric, a whole bunch of us, we were all tight-knit. And we actually yeah. became friends with Jeremy because he was being picked on. Yeah. Um, and teachers didn't know how to deal with him. And the moment he acted and it had a, an episode, yeah. they would send him to the office. They didn't know how to handle him. Yeah. Now this is in the nineties. So it's much different now. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but we actually went to his house, a group of us, like six or seven of us. We, we cooked dinner. We all had a big dinner. This is before Sally. Yeah. And that, that's when our friendship bloomed um but then he yeah. went at sally because of this girl this girl was not friends with any of us i don't yeah. know where she came from <laughs> anyway he get, he goes did on you go to school there <laughs> she did okay she, and she they, they, they do the show and then sally announces she's retiring so yeah. the whole last couple months they were bringing back people and yeah. they brought back jeremy as a follow-up like yeah where how's his life been he finally find friends and he finally found friends which he's had the whole time yeah i don't know it was weird it's very weird like dress him with like some outfit or something too that is something Hudson would never wear ever well he had to dress up he yeah. couldn't look like a schlub like he normally does yeah couldn't wear but like a size quad twinity x t-shirt he was overweight back then mark yeah so his, yeah. He was a bigger person at the, yeah. during that time. Um, now he's a skinny mini, but in high school he was a husky. He was a husky. Yeah, but, I mean, even guy. still, I've known Hutzel not as long as you have, but from being friends with you, became friends with Hutzel. And I will, I will admit to you, Hutzel probably wears t-shirts that would look huge on me. He's I'll still, say that. he's still wearing double X or XL on. And he is a large or medium. I would say even bigger than that. Like those shirts, like the one he was wearing last time we hung out was definitely a shirt that would look big on me. I mean, he's gotten better, but he, his shirts are XL or double X. He used to be double yeah. X. And the thing is, he he's a large. He could fit into a medium. Oh, yeah. No problem. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like if he yeah. took, like he's one of those, like you see those things online, like the TikToks or whatever you kids watch nowadays, of like people who are like wearing like a big shirt. And then, like, they're like, oh, you know, don't, you know, do that or whatever. And then, like, they take the shirt off and they're all, like, muscle-bound and they got, like, like huge. It's not like he's not muscular, muscular, but he would think that he was a big guy. And then, like, he takes the shirt off and there's, like, nothing there whatsoever. It's just, like, you can see right past him, basically. Yeah, he's a slim, he's a slim guy. Yeah, but... Um, anyway, let's, this is getting, we're going in a weird direction. Now. No, I'm just, that's what made me, because yeah. then that we like going back to what I was talking about, we went up watching that, the dark side of the nineties. So that like started a huge conversation with Claire and I about Hutzel and the whole thing and all that and telling her that story. And she was like, man, I had like no idea about any of this. Like I had no idea. Like that's how like those shows were. And I'm like, yeah, it's like I don't talk to you about a lot of stuff, but you like you watch a lot of these shows, 
and like I could I can see it as they're producing it the way that their producers doing it like what there's like 90% of the stuff that's on there is like fabricated or blown more out of proportion than it probably was always it's yeah it's for the outrage like the datelines that you're talking about are the worst offenders like those datelines I watch those and I'm like oh my gosh but dateline yeah why they're just giving you the i thing. would guarantee you 75 percent of the people that they interview on those dateline shows are like probably like you're saying that girl that wrote that letter on sally jesse Raphael probably have as that much connection to the person that they're talking about their family you watch a dateline it's like family members it's yeah but i don't what are you talking like, about they're like like you were talking about at your grandma's uh funeral like those family members that you've been seen in forever it's like those people are the ones that they end up interviewing, and then they oh, talk they, to them about like I, I watch Daylight all the time. They, they know, like, interview oh, yeah, like Susie and I were best friends. Or, like you've been talked to Susie in about thirty years. I don't know. So you're like I, trying to act like you know everything about her. I don't know. If, I don't think Datelines are that deceit. They always interview the close people, their husbands or their wives or kids, and they're there's fine. some of those on there. They're not fake. Like, there's some people on there. Like I've seen some of those. Like watching it with Claire. And I even said to her on a couple, I'm like, that person has not met, hung out with that person. That's the person that's they're interviewing about in forever. It's like, you could like, yeah, some of them are pretty bad. I, I, I wouldn't go that far. I want to say datelines. I mean, there are, if you put on oxygen, there are. Those- oh God, those are even worse. Like there's even ones that are like 48 hours, like all those ones. Like she watches all of those. So I have to sit through some of them and it's just like. Some of these are just like I mean, I think never even, doesn't even know that hours, 2020. I think those are more reputable. I mean, when you put on oxygen and they're just cranking them out, you like the think titles that. are weird. You I like think those think are where you're getting a little iffy, but I wouldn't say date. I think dateline's very reputable. I don't think it's a I mean, yes, you're you are watching someone's story about someone dying, which is tragic. Um, but the people they're talking to are always and just like the whole like I, that one guy that that does the interviews everyone saw that bill Hader used to do the impression of on yeah. snl like every time any of his episodes come on and she's watching them i'm like These are the best the room i can't be in the room right now he's like why i'm like i can't not laugh every time that guy talks oh i love him he's my favorite so you're saying <laughs> and all their questions are like like they Say the question, and just the person repeats back the exact yes. thing that they said. Like, always so saying she was murdered. Yeah, she was murdered. So you're saying you needed to ask them the questions. Yes, yeah, so we're going to ask them some questions about. It's like they always do that. Oh my god, they always do. That. How does you? It, it's, it's to get sound bites. It's to get yeah, sound bites. It's they the worst. Do. All right, let's 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 move on. <laughs> we can go here forever. Um, I got news, Mark. Yes. Uh, first of all, um, I'm going to start off the news because I like to follow what's going on with Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes. Spider-Man No Way Home has fallen to the second place over the weekend. Scream. Ah. 30. Um, um, I mean, it wasn't a big amount, but Scream came in number one. Who's going to see Scream? I don't know, but I have no interest in it. But people like the Scream, I guess. But on the bigger news, Spider-Man No Way Home is now on the domestic lifetime gross. Courtney Cox was looking for a paycheck. Yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home is now number four for the top top lifetime domestic. Oh, man. It beat out Black Panther. It is so close to beating out Avatar. Please beat out Avatar. It's all I want. Worldwide. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is sitting at number eight. It beat out the Avengers, and it is it is a sliver away of beating out the Lion King, and potentially Jurassic World. Wow! Yes. So, when so it hit five, did it officially give Disney the top five for for worldwide or domestic? Yeah, domestic. Here we go. Star Wars: Force Awakens, Disney. Avengers: yeah. Endgame, Disney. Disney. Avatar is now, now Disney. Disney. And Spider-Man No Way Home, Disney. Disney. Black Panther, Disney. Disney. Avengers Infinity War, Disney. Disney. Titanic, 
which was 20th Century Fox, is now Disney. Yeah, but they didn't get the money from it. Now they are. Yeah. Like Avatar wasn't a Disney property at the time. But now it is. But they didn't make that money, I'm saying. So technically. Now they are making that money. So it doesn't even matter. All that money is theirs now. So it doesn't even matter. Jurassic World is the first non-Disney property at number eight. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. And then it goes back to Disney with the Avengers in The Last Jedi rounding out the top ten. Dude, and you, you, it's almost all Disney, and there's a sprinkle of different movies that are not Disney related. Mm. It's crazy. Holy crap. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that is Spider Man news. Um, I have big news that just happened today, Mark. Uh huh. This is big news in the video game world. Xbox has announced a deal to buy Activision Blizzard. Jeez, um, about time. For $68.7 billion. Billion? Dude. Has this been the works forever, though? No. It's not oh, been I could have swear that we've talked about this before. We've never talked about this before. And then there's someone wanting to buy Activision and Blizzard. I, I could have swore we've talked about this. Like I don't know. Them. I don't remember it. But anyway... Um, that's World they, of Warcraft, right? So here, hold on, hold on. Um, I'm saying that's who makes World of Warcraft, Blizzard. Yes, yes. So, okay. so basically, this means Call of Duty, Warcraft, Overwatch, Diablo, Tony Hawk Pro Skater uh, would be going under the Microsoft banner. Um, Hawk Pro Skater. Wow. So it's a blast from the past. So basically, they're saying. Um, if a lot of these games would go under probably Game Pass when this deal, this deal wouldn't go through until June of next year. They still have to go through a board because it, they have to uh, show that this is not a monopoly. Yes. But the way Microsoft is buying out places, who the hell knows? Um, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Spyro. Um, so based, so I could see some of these games being Microsoft exclusive or when it comes to Call of Duty, they they would probably give Xbox like a like a head like a um like on DLC. The, it, Xbox would probably get it first. Yeah. Because basically Call of Duty actually makes more money on PlayStation. Yeah. So I don't really see Call of Duty not being on both consoles because you you still want to make money. Um, hmm. because that's what it all comes down to, but I could still see a lot of these things. You know what this becoming... does mean for you, Brian? Huh? You know what this does mean for you, which I know you you don't know if you're you know this. The Spider-Man games are Activision games. No, they're not. The original ones. Yeah, but those suck. No, Spider-Man Two. The original Spider-Man Two was like one of the best video games ever. Not in comparison to the current Spider-Man game. I haven't played those, so I don't know what you're talking about. Um, the new they're Spider-Man games are made have. by I'm not going to buy another system for one video game. And they're, they're fucking fantastic. Um, but I will tell 2, you, the first time I ever heard Activision, and I assumed this was just part of the name of the game at the time when I was younger, Pitfall. I thought it was Activision Pitfall. I thought that was the name of the game for like a good like three years. That's funny. Um, but active uh, Spider-Man 2 is locked behind old tech anyway. I mean, I have it for my PlayStation 2. It is a fantastic game. I tried to replay it. It's it's a hard game to re- to go back to. Yeah. Um, but, swing around New York and collect all those newspapers. Yeah. But the new Spider-Man games are like unbelievable. And then we got Spider-Man have 2 them. coming Can't out. Play them, so don't care. And uh, the Wolverine game is going to be fantastic as well. Well, I'm not buying a PS5 just to play video games on. I'm not telling you to. I never said to. You could do whatever you want. You're a big boy. Um, anyway, I still haven't even opened started Halo yet. So, all right. Um, so, not that long ago, Take Two bought Zanga for 12.7 billion. Now that was considered one of the biggest gaming acquisitions in history for that much money. But it has now been dwarfed by sixty-eight point seven billion. That is crazy. That is yeah. like that's more than Disney paid for Star Wars. This, oh yeah. Like 
it's a massive, a massive um, just the, amount of money. the thing of getting Call of Duty alone is is like a major get. Yeah, for people who play Call of Duty. I mean, all the microtransactions alone will pay for it. So, yeah, in that and Blizzard, you don't have to worry about anything. Speaking of microtransactions, so I, I'm I'm slowly playing that Avengers game. I enjoy the story. The combat after a while is just boring. I mean, you're just be, you're just blowing shit up. Like it is, it's like mindless. Like it, it's nothing really like compelling. Mm. But what I absolutely hate about that game is the currencies that it has to create to unlock certain things. It's like three currencies to do three different. I'm like, I don't care. But it's so annoying because I would like. All, all these costumes are so cool, but I mm. have to unlock them so slowly and I'm not yes. going to pay money for them. Yeah. Um, that's why. All the side quests that you don't really need to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Overall, it's mediocre. It's a mediocre yeah. game. Like if when I I'm if I compare it to the Spider-Man games, the new ones, that's the way to do it. There's no yeah. microtransactions. You unlock new costumes. The costumes are fantastic. You can play them. They all have different new abilities. Avengers is just like, give me money yes, <laughs> because you want a costume. And I'm like, I ain't giving yeah. you shit. Yeah. Um, I like the story. The graphics are really good on my PS5. I mean, some of the stuff looks really sharp and like I'm kind of blown away about some of the uh, the detail. But other than that, it is... The story's not terrible. Yeah, I like the story. Yeah. That's what's keeping me going. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for the story, I would have just stopped this game long ago. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. It's definitely not. The multiplayer I heard is even worse. So Yeah, it is just kind of like once you're just in that round and you're just beating its same type yeah. of beat-em-up every time. Yeah. it's It gets really repetitive and yeah. kind of like, I'm only doing it to see the next cutscene. Yeah. I'm not doing this because yeah. it's fun. Yeah. After sometimes it's fun. Sometimes I don't know. It I have a we it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. I can't describe it, but it's not the Guardians of the Galaxy. You want to play a good ass Marvel game, Guardians of the Fucking Galaxy. Play yeah. it. It's amazing. And no microtransactions. And the costumes are awesome. Mm. Um so that is the big news right there. Xbox with Activision. Um, and then on top of that, the Moon Knight trailer released, which I think we should we should uh, get ready, Mark. I'm going to watch it. Okay. So, like you said, it is going to be dropping on March 30th of yes, this which year. Is way later than we all thought was going to happen. Right. So right. you don't know what's going to be. We're going to have a lot of downtime here for a little bit. Why? March is not that far away. What are you yeah, talking about? Book of Boba Fett is over in three weeks it takes until february yeah so you have a whole month of no that's like, nice Disney get a nice little show, break basically. get a nice little yeah nice little break all that's right all. i'm gonna watch it you can cut this out mark if you like but here we go man that looks good <laughs> right yeah um and the thing is like i have no idea who ethan hawk is playing and i know a lot of like i know more than most i know about moon knight and i'm like i don't know that character like he doesn't pop out at like any character that i know and so here like, I, I read something on the marvel's entertainment page reveals he'll become haro a character only who only appeared in one comic, Moonlight uh, Volume 2, Issue 2. He was a mad scientist who was working on stopping pain in the human body by using human subjects. Oh, uh, okay. There you go. Um, that looks awesome, though. And Oscar Isaac, you know, he's such a great actor. Um, oh, my gosh. And the fact that they're, like, delving, like, it seems like they're going to go straight into, like, him already like i'm liking the new marvel thing of not going into a deep origin story for the person 
Well, this is going to be an origin story. But I mean, like, you don't get the, like, it's not going to be like, you're already going to go in and you're already in the story. It's not like you have to go through, like, how do you get this thing? How did it come about? Like, the way they're telling the story, it looks like it's one of the, it's a part of the story of Moon Knight where it's already, like, you're already issues in to the comic, basically. He's already has the, you know, personality disorder and he's already gotten the Moon Knight on him already like it's already he's already moon knight doesn't know it because it's a different personality that doesn't know what's going on so it's gonna be a whole it's gonna be a different disney plus show for sure it's not gonna be the disney plus shows we're used to and this is also gonna be the first disney plus show of a character like a debut character like all the other disney plus shows have been like established characters that we know that the story is focused around like this is the first like this is the first debut of a character since Shang-Chi basically I'm trying to think you know well Falcon um, but he was established in other movies like like, all these characters have already been like we've seen them other things like Loki was in Thor Hawkeye was in Avengers yeah Scarlet uh, Scarlet Witch was in Avengers right right Falcon Winter Soldier, Captain America. So, like, all these characters have been attached uh, to other people. Well, Hawkeye, I mean, we got our first, we got, um, um, what's her name? Um, Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. I but mean, I'm saying, but the main characters of the stories have all been. You're right. Like, you're right. The, other episodes, the other stories have all been connected to other things. This one looks like it's going to be complete separate from everything that we have not, don't know anyone in this, basically. Totally. Totally agree. Which would make it interesting. Totally. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right there. Um, yeah. It looks really good. Um, I like the darkness of it. Is March 20th a Wednesday now? March 30th. March, I thought it was March 20th. 30th is a Wednesday, yes. Oh, March. You're right. Sorry. So yeah, March 30th is a Wednesday. All right. Well. You'll watch on the Friday, like you always do. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's talk about Peacemaker first. Okay. I absolutely love this show. I, I, it, 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 it normally I'm not like this, but the fact they dropped three episodes, I was just like, why didn't they drop them all? Because I could have watched them all this weekend. It definitely made sense to drop three of them, or at least more than one, because the first episode isn't very good on its own. Really? I loved it. Well, if it had come out by itself and you had to wait for the second one, I don't think I would have been as into it. I, I, the I first know. episode got me hooked, and I, I have to say, I, I'm surprisingly going to say this. I agree with Rocky's assessment of this show. I don't know. I am not is. superly overly thrilled with it. I think that they've like dumbed the character down from the Suicide Squad movie. Like, I think, like Rocky was saying in the Suicide Squad movie. The character was more serious, not as stupid. I disagree. And here's why I disagree with that. Because we didn't he he we didn't see a lot of him in the Suicide Squad. He was he, the, he was one of the main parts of the Suicide Squad movie. If we all remember, go back to that movie, there's a scene where they all go drinking and he's like, line them up. And he yeah. He is an asshole and he shows off. And those are all character traits in this. But now you have to, first of all, have him warm up to the audience, which I think John Cena is, in my opinion, the GOAT. Fuck the rock. I think John Cena is 100% miles beyond the rock. Yeah, way more better at the comedy stuff. Oh, my God. I think John Cena, he would make me watch wrestling just to watch John Cena. I yeah. give two shits about wrestling, but John Cena just has it. He has yeah. it, and he's really good at it. Yeah. Um, but this is why I disagree. He has to – the first conversation he has is with that janitor. And basically that sets up the whole show because he sees himself as a hero, hmm. but everybody else doesn't. And yeah. he – that's the conflict. And there's a, there's a part in episode three or two 
um, because I watched him back to back. I don't know which. Yeah. Where he's he he finally has a moment and he starts crying because he he realized he's a joke. Episode people, two. People don't see him the way yeah. he sees himself. Then um, you get vigilante, which is another terrible character, but whatever. Yeah, but they're awesome. These characters, I I love the. It's like it's almost a, the, like this show got like. I'm still gonna keep watching it. I like it, but it's just like it's. I don't know. I don't know if it's the James Gunn part of it. That's, I don't know. It seems like it's too tropey. Like everyone's terrible. We get it. Everyone in this little group. Not really? Are you like watching this show? I don't exactly. know. It just, I just don't like, I'm not into it. It's just like, there's some parts where I'm just like, you know, have the, the, the new, you have, the new um... person that's like spoilers. Waller's daughter or niece or whatever it is. She's not a terrible person. She's a good no, friend. but it's just like the whole thing of her being the new person on the team and she doesn't know like what's going on. And like she's, you know, that stuff with the I don't know. It's just that I don't know. It I don't know what it is. It's like there's like I like I like the show. I'll watch it. But it's almost like it's too I like over the top at this point it's like i, I, I watched like the third episode and third like, episode was fantastic like, like with the whole shooting of the kids and peacemaker won't shoot the kids even though he said that in this movie because he's struggling with it the whole conflict is inter he is they laid it out for us he is struggling with the fact that he realizes oh shit maybe killing people like this is not a good idea because everybody sees me as a joke people don't are not taking me seriously because i'm willing to kill anybody that's the whole point of it and then when he sees them and he's just like oh fuck like i don't know if i want to kill children and then the, his partner the comes in just and he just does, does it. it and he's like i don't know and i just don't oh i i, I definitely feel it. like i need more of the show like you're saying, I was like thinking as the third episode ended, I'm like, I wish there was more episodes to watch. Cause I just don't, I don't know. I like, I, they don't have like a fully formed opinion of it still, which is weird. Cause I watched three episodes of it. And usually by then you kind of have an idea of what your thoughts are. I don't know if that's just how they like shot it too. Like they might just be the way the show is, but I don't know. Or I just, just like, you, it's just how you were perceiving it. Mark. I don't know. It's fine. I think we because have... I did watch, because I have watched wrestling, I know the John Cena character, like his, like, shtick, kind of. And I've got it, I think I'm kind of just like, I don't know, I'm kind of over it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm 100% different. I'm loving it. It is probably my favorite show right now. I'm looking forward to that show more than Book of Bubba Fett. I hate to say it. Book of Bubba Fett, that last episode was just okay the show like had the first two episodes were really great episode three for me was just kind of like where are we going what are we episode. doing it's the bridge episode it's to get you from here's how the story starts and now here's where the story is going to go to it's like that was the episode to set up all the stuff that's going to i know happen Mom, in four or five works, seconds. but it wasn't i didn't really care for the biker uh, the, the zip the zip chase was way too long you want to talk about tropey. I thought the biker gang chase was very tropey. Like they each had a it's, thing to do to knock, to, to take him down. Robert Rodriguez though. That's my, th- I think it was just the, cause he's the running of the show. Basically he's the director of everything of the show. And I just think it's. It's I, very spy kids. Yeah. You know, it's very yeah. spy kids. Very spy kids. That's why I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so Robert Rodriguez. And like the whole thing of like shoehorning Danny Trejo into the show. And, but he didn't write it. John Favreau wrote it. Well, so Loney and Favreau wrote it. Yeah. But it definitely well, has like the, the Rodriguez feel of a lot of things. Well, yes. Spy kids feel. Yeah. I, so I was like, oh boy. Well, but let's just I go into Book of Boba Fett episode three. I mean, there are some good moments. I did the Rancor. The Rancor thing was interesting. Um, I kind of like setting that. up, and it's been rumored, and it's been rumored for a long time now that there's a scene in this show where Boba Fett is running a raincore through a city. Mark, a town. 
he he says i want to ride it so we know the, it's part gonna that, the part the fact that they've like established that like rumor and now it like pretty much confirmed it's going to happen i don't care what happens in the rest of the show if i'm going to get to see bubba fett riding a rancor through a town center I, i'm fine if the show's kind of lackluster i'll be fine with the rest of anything else that happens My- but if it's heading in the direction i think it's heading with the pikes and we're heading in that crime syndicate vein i'm in i don't care i i don't i think i think we're we're expecting more of this show than it's gonna give us it's not mandalorian well here here's my take my take is keep the helmet on be badass it hasn't happened a lot i want to say how come he doesn't use his jetpack use the jet use it in this episode when he landed on right next to the to the bike thing to the nexus speeder yes but he could use it and be using his gadgets he barely does it well because he hasn't gotten to a big fight yet he's going to use him in the fight with uh, black kirsten but it didn't because he got thrown around because he reached for the the need rockets yeah, I don't know how I feel about that biker gang though. It's still weird. It's just a, a they feel out of place. They're just cannon fodder, is what they are. No, they're going to be part. They're going to help. Obviously, they're going to help them at the end. I know, but they're, they're going to be like people. his like army. Like we're talking about like him using the Tuscan Raiders, which obviously aren't going to happen now since they all got obliterated by the other. You, I was disappointed gang. by that. Were you? I was kind of well, sad. I think that's it, it moves his story along. I think that was the whole point of that. Yeah, I know. So, but I was sad. I think that's going to give us to that the whole thing with the Pikes story is the fact that there he was talking with them at that episode, but they said you have to take care of this other group before we can give it to you. That I think that's that part where he does that and tries to and fails because he does it by himself now that it now like comes back around like something happened in his past and what is setting up this thing with the pikes and everything and that's what's going to come back around yeah i know yeah so i think it's just that this the storytelling is different than mandalorian with the flashbacks and all this stuff so i think that's what a lot of like people are having issues with but I think it's good that we're like, it's the book of Boba Fett. So it's basically telling the story of Boba Fett. Yeah. From when we saw him at the end of Return of the Jedi. Until now. To now. Also keeping up with the story that was continued from Mandalorian. So I think there's gonna be a lot more in these next three episodes. They're gonna like, as a whole, they'll make it. This is why I'm not saying the thing with Peacemaker. I'm not gonna judge Peacemaker until I see the whole series because yeah i'm not going to judge it off three episodes because i hate like that that's how we do things now is if one episode's bad i'm not going to watch that show anymore because one episode was bad well i'm not gonna i of course i enjoy book above that i'm just saying this one episode for me wasn't my favorite yeah well you didn't say that now you're gonna like watch peacemaker before you watch book of boba fett but actually i'll probably watch both of it comes on a wednesday and peacemaker comes on thursday so if you watch them the right times when they came out you wouldn't have to worry about it I'll watch them both on Friday. Yeah, because you're an oh. old man and you do everything in one day. Well, because I'm home. Wednesday's a bingo night. Don't have time to watch it then. No, I, I, I Thursday's game, my knitting circle. So I game more. I'm gaming more than I, I watch television. Um, so Friday afternoon, I will watch uh, both. Um, so that's just how I my schedule is for me. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, Book of Bubba Fett, this episode, there's some moments I did like. You mentioned them. Um, the chase scene was just a little Spy Kids to Spy Kids esque for me. Yeah. The speeders, they just seemed out of place. Maybe they'll grow on me. Maybe they'll be better next episode. Well, they're, they're, these were actually supposed to be in Last Jedi. Was no, it, they weren't. The it, no, no I read a whole article. It's a whole thing. It's a it's a George Lucas because of um, 
It wasn't supposed to be in Last Jedi. Be- yeah. These theaters were were like uh, uh, an homage to George Lucas and American Graffiti yeah. and that sort of stuff. And Vespas. But I don't feel like space Vespas to me. They look I... out of place. Well, percent looked out of place. They're the kids. They're in a souped up. Uh, the Vespa. funny part is, I so someone I was reading on Reddit. People were talking about them. It, it, it is a sticking point for a lot of people. And I, I don't really, I don't hate them. I want to see mm. where it goes. I just felt like they felt out of place. But one, some parts made a great point. So they're young people who have no jobs, have no money, but they have souped up speeders. Now, where do they get the money, the credits, to make souped up speeders? They but they have the water. no jobs. And they were still in the water to sell this water to pay for their speeder bikes and who's why are they paying that who's paying money for water from steven root that's tatooine man it was a weird subplot tatooine it's a very odd subplot there's moisture farmers that's why uncle ben and aunt peru are moisture farmers well the planet was filled with water yeah there's water under the ground under the desert that's what they're bringing the water up to collect it to sell it to the people in the desert or they're in those little like acorn things yeah which seem to be all over the place yeah so yeah very bizarre anyway Hmm. i want to see where it goes um it wasn't my favorite but we have three episodes left yeah i mean on a scale one to ten like we do every week for me it was an eight is an eight yeah, episode. It wasn't the best episode. Wasn't the worst. Yeah. I gave it around an eight as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, other than what we talked about, I mean I mean the fact that the worst Star Wars episode is probably just is is better than 99% of the stuff on any other network. Right. I mean, what are we complaining about here? I know, I know. <laughs> We're just reviewing yeah. it. That's I know. All. I know. Just saying. Um, and Mark, I, I, I think that's been a show. Is there anything we're missing here? I don't think so. I think we covered it all. We got the uh, the Moon Knight, which we're going to be excited for. I know I'm really excited for. Yeah. Uh, Peacemaker. I'm still going to keep giving it a try. Still going to watch it. I don't know how I feel about it still. I'm still not sure 100%. If I'm into it, not into it, I don't know. It's weird. Everyone's different. You don't have to like it. I know. I'm not saying I don't. It's like I it's like I don't dislike it completely. It's just it's just I don't. I don't know. Everyone's different. I yeah. I'm loving it. I mean, it's right up my alley. This is yeah. I so everyone's different. Um, yeah. like I said, you know. I, I joined Apple Plus to watch Ted Lasso, and I was like, Ted Lasso, you're boring as shit. I'm out. But I found something else I loved. You know, yeah. Every, everyone's different. Maybe. Right now, I think it's crazy. We live in a world. We live in a world. We live in a society. You don't say. Um, but we have so many streaming services and so many options that there is literally something for some. You can't find something for yourself to watch. You're not trying hard enough. Yeah. And it takes a lot now for something to click with society. I mean, we had suicides, um, uh, um, Squid, Game. Squid Games, which clicked and became uh, a bigger hit. Yeah. A lot of people were talking about it. Right now, Yellow Jackets on Showtime seems to be very popular. A lot of people are saying how good that is as yeah. well. I heard big things about that. Um, I do want to check it out. I don't have Showtime. Mm. Um, but I mean, it, it does take... A I think lot. it's on the Hulu as well. You still got to subscribe to Showtime, though. Oh, do you? Oh, gosh. Yeah, I looked it up. Because uh. I was like, oh, Yellow Jacks, I'll check it out. So you have to add your Showtime to it. Uh. Would you get a discount, I think you'd be doing. Gotcha. Um, but anyway, it does take for something or if you big want, you could just do it. Like you did for uh, Twin Peaks. Yeah, because the show, the first season ended, so I could just subscribe to showtime for a month watch it and then unsubscribe yeah um but i mean there's literally something for everybody and sometimes and sometimes you watch something in the like you said you sometimes you guys see the whole picture um before you make a judgment and sometimes you might not get into it 
but then years down the road, you'll start watching it and then you go, wow, that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I want to give Ted Lasso another try later on, but I just didn't laugh, nor did I find it interesting, but maybe yeah. I would later on. Yeah. So I still have Apple TV. Um, I finished Mythic Quest and I have oh, I know, that. Right? How great was that second season? Yes, it was phenomenal. Like the ending, I'm like, where are they going to go? Where What are they going to do? Everyone's know. disbanded, but they're they're on for season three and yeah. four. Yeah, I, I and I I love that show. Yeah. So now it's just like, oh, I got to watch something on there. Yeah, is Morning Show any good? I don't even know. I heard the first season was the second season. It got two into its own headlines, and it like got really bad. Yeah, so but I don't know. I watched. I don't know what else to watch on there. Like there's all the Tom Hanks movies you can watch. There's like three Tom Hanks movies on there that I, I plan to watch. That I just haven't got around to. I know watch. Finch looks good. Finch, the News of the World and that submarine one. Yeah, all on there. I got to watch C. You said C was good. C is really good. C, I would suggest if you're gonna looking for something else to watch, that's what I would head towards. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Yeah, but there's so much content just coming out. Yeah, it's, it's very. Like, it's, he does a very. It's very is in the Conan Barbarian vibe. I keep trying to get Matt Ryan to watch it because I know how much he liked uh, him as Corner Barbarian. So, yeah. Speaking of another great wrestler who became an actor on, uh, um, jump. Uh, what's his face? Um, he was in season two of C. I can't think of his name. Dave Batista. Dave Batista. I was going to call yes. him John for some reason. Dave yeah. Batista. He's yeah. another great actor. But he's very with him though. It depends upon. He's very. Uh, dependent on good people around him but he's he pulls good off comedy he pulls off seriousness yeah but he's good if the other people in the the the, the project are able to i don't want to say carry him but bring him along as we saw with army of thieves him being the lead well so good. that was just poorly written I don't know. No. I did the, the couple of things he's done by himself aren't that great. He was great in Blade Runner. He was great yes. in uh, Guardians. Yes. Um, he had a lot of good people around him, though. But also helped so, to bring that along. The writing was good, and the yes. directors were good. Yes. I I mean, everybody can make a bad movie because the writing is bad, and it's a bad. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that that movie just sucked. Yeah, like John Cena made that kid firefighter movie with uh uh keenan or whatever his name from key and peel so what? what happened there's a really bad john cena movie where he plays a, a firefighter oh it's a kid's like, movie yeah the yeah. kid's movie yeah it's yeah, really yeah. bad it's i'm really not gonna bad. watch it it's no. like watching the uh the rocks tooth fairy why why am i gonna tooth watch it was good though he was it's good a kid's movie fairy. yeah but he was good though but um anyway mark we should wrap it up yes subscribe and uh like subscribing we're now on you said we're now on spotify yeah you know we (laughs) were on spotify i had to take us off everything at one point because that copyright thing of that ariana grande song oh my gosh that stupid ariana grande just just eliminate that episode it is gone we are um the last 100 episodes you know currently are on spotify now which is great um we're on itunes uh we're on facebook we're on youtube yes Um, facebook seems to be the place we get a lot of more uh traffic yeah which is great so thank you all for that yes but if you'd like to just listen or just listen to us and not see us in person you can do that to the itunes or podbean or spotify so you got it check all those things out like subscribe to our facebook channel talk to us if there's things you want us to talk about if there's a show that we're not talking about that you think we should be talking about and we should get into tell us about it unless it's wheel of time because i'm not going to sit through that show there's too much stuff i got to learn i'm not going to learn all that stuff so don't suggest that but anything else 
Or we'll people probably check out. People suggest I haven't heard anybody talk about that show other than you, and you don't even watch it. No, no. I, I've heard of like online. It it got a lot of play when it first came out, but I have no idea. Yeah, but no interest yeah. at all. Um, but yeah, um, so all that and more. We'll see you all next week. Everyone, be good. Be safe. Fairly well. <laughs>